0: Hello all, I'm Achaya. welcome to today's episode of Keeping It Simple. Charity is a noble thing to do, we have all heard that statement. But that doesn't mean that it can't set off a whole lot of questions in our mind. Questions like, why should I donate? Is my help really essential? Is it okay if I don't feel like donating? How will my money be used? Will it reach the right people? Will it make an impact? Is the organization I'm donating to a legit one? So in today's episode of Keeping It Simple, Sachin and I decided to explore all of these questions and doubts with two of our very close friends, Suhas and Nishter.
1: For the last three and a half years, Suhas has been working in the development sector in one of the leading social impact consulting firms in India. Before that, he was a Gandhi fellow where he worked with government schools across Surat, Gujarat in the school transformation program and carried out focused, skill-based interventions with teachers to help improve student learning levels. Our friend Nischal is currently an engineer at an automotive OEM. He has always been passionate about giving back to the community and has involved himself with a lot of charitable work for quite a few years now Suhas and Nischal welcome to keeping it simple we are so excited to have you here today
2: thanks 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 for uh, having me back uh, always good to be back in the a part of keeping it simple
3: hey Sachin thank you so much man so excited to be here and yeah I mean thank you for that lovely intro I mean I did not expect that and Acharya hello to you too and hi Nischal how are you doing
2: hey dude Go, going good, going good so far, so good.
0: <laughs> guys, it's amazing to have you guys today and um, this is a topic, you know, I've been thinking about, um, you know, a lot lately because of the kind of situation uh, all of us are in and, uh, you know, on social media too, if you guys are uh, active on it, you guys will see a lot of these posts for charity going around uh, posts for, you know, uh, you know, calls for help, you know, to help society and all that. And I've been, I've been seeing a lot of that and I've been thinking about this. So I thought um, we should all get together and speak about it. So, so I have done like very frankly and honestly speaking, I have done very little charity in my life. And when I say charity, I mean like actually sending across some money for a cause or spending time as a volunteer for something. You know, I've thought about why I'm like that. Uh, and a lot of factors came up when I was thinking about it. I'll get to that. And, and I also judge myself a lot because of some of those reasons. But we'll get to that. But starting off, um, I just want to know if you guys give, right? It can be in the form of money or service offered. Uh, you know, is it like a, a habit thing? Or you guys do it whenever the opportunity presents itself? So uh, so starting off, just tell me just that. Like if you guys give, and if you give, how is it? Is it like a regular thing or is it whenever the opportunity presents itself?
2: So for me, yeah, if you've asked me if I've given, yeah, I think both in terms of time and um, contribution um, on a financial front, I feel these days it's been more on like uh, like a financial help, like donating um, to causes or, helping people out. Um, I think when I was in Bangalore, I, I was a little more involved in actually, uh, you know, spending time with, with, uh, you know, an organization and helping out. I was part of this um, organization that was teaching um, underprivileged children um, and also children from like a particular orphanage. So we'd have like um, a curriculum and, you um, We'd volunteer on the weekends to sort of teach them some. So I was part of that, um, you know, during undergrad, uh, towards the end of undergrad, honestly speaking. Um, and there were a couple of times when um, there was this campaign that was going on to, like, plant trees around the locality I was staying in. So I took part in that some um, when I could. Um, outside of that, I think here and there, you know, one-off campaigns or things, I, I, I feel like I, I participated in a couple of them. But yeah, these days, it's more just been like a financial support that I've been doing.
0: Okay, so these days, it's more financial. Okay, and uh, Sue, for you, uh, what has been your history with that?
3: Yeah, my history in giving. Now that I think about it, uh, I haven't actually voluntarily given uh funding for any of the things because i also feel that since past six years i have been in the social development sector and i think that i have given my time to this to the particular causes that i'm particularly working on uh, but yeah i mean man so it's very on and off for me also if there is some uh you know cause that moves me i would like to donate a part of my financial you know like whatever support that i can provide financially then i do Uh, But then again, it's very, very dependent on the cause. I mean, for example, now that I remember the last time I did give money to a certain cause was when the, you know, Kerala floods thing happened, uh, where I donated some money to the PM CARES fund that time it was active. Uh, But yeah, I mean, since past six years, I have been working in the social development sector. So I have a very different viewpoint on... uh, Know why to give, when not to give. But if I think about it from the past, there there are very few instances where I have, uh, you know, like voluntarily donated my time or money to a particular thing.
0: Okay, great. And uh, Sachin, uh, would you like to add to that?
1: Uh, for me, uh, I concur with uh, Suhas. um uh, It depends on the cause. Uh, how I connect with the cause uh primarily over the years it's been more monetary rather than time um i have uh, volunteered here and there but uh not to the extent that uh, suhas or nishal has uh so i wouldn't exactly call it i mean it's not a competition or a comparison but all the same um just from a very personal standpoint i don't think i've uh, volunteered enough that's something that i'd like to bridge the gap with but uh, let's see um and in terms of my views uh i think it's a it's a really nice thing i mean the sense of giving uh, sort of fulfills uh, or gives a sense of fulfillment to the person who's giving as well so i think it's it's something that is advantageous to the person giving and the person receiving as well
0: right right makes a lot of sense bro so that's why i had a question for nishal right so nishal I want to understand how you got into this. Uh, how did it happen? Was it was there any influence from the family? Was someone in your family was already doing it, or it was uh, just you? It was a feeling that you should help out, and like, how did the whole thing uh, begin for you? And and you know what what keeps you what keeps you going?
2: Um, for for me, honestly speaking, I think yeah, like like you mentioned, it's probably um, a mix of both. Just like my personal um demeanor and um in part uh, my upbringing of my family as well uh, and honestly i haven't thought about it too much but now that you do ask uh, if i was to you know um put some reasons as to why it, it i am i i you know participate in um things it would probably have to be because yeah like from a very young age um like i've seen my granddad who who sort of built up a um a place in, um, in near, near Bangalore. Uh, I mean, actually near Mysore, um, where, where, um, you know, people, it, it's actually, it was more like when he started it, it was more like on, on like the spiritual front, um, or religious front where, uh, people can, during a certain time of the year, there would be like a festival that would happen in that town. Um, and people from all over the country, um, you know would throng that place Uh, and uh, so he set up a facility where they can come and have um, you know lunch or food uh, and uh, you know for for a limited number of people there would also be like shelter uh, provided so and he uh, was somebody who literally built that place up from the ground like there was nothing there when he started off, uh, so he banded a couple of friends together, and um, you know, started collecting donations and um, built that place up. Um, and you know, every year um, during that time of the year, we would uh, the family would basically go there and participate as much as they could in in all of the events that were happening. But uh, my my grandparents, of course, were definitely involved. Um, the rest of the family would sort of help wherever they could and things like that. Um, So that was something that I was exposed to growing up. And also, uh, personally, for me, I I always believe that if you're in some capacity to give, um, then you should be, um, in part, because, yes, it it definitely uh, makes you feel good about yourself. But also, more importantly, I think um, it's about, uh, I mean, you've been privileged to have the life that you have, um, and it's only right that you help somebody, um, you know, get to, um, a similar, uh, position, if not the same, um, and in whatever way or form, it can be through monetary help or contributing time. Um, but I think it's important that each of us, you know, do something.
0: Maju, why do you think, uh... Uh, the thing is, I'm stopping myself because this question might sound so rude. But, uh, you know, why do you think that, okay, because you have, if we reach one point, it is our duty to help someone else also, you know. It it, it makes sense morally, it, it it sounds right, but, you know, tell me why do you think
2: it's it's a given that you should do that? Uh, for me, I, I feel like because everything that I am or um, I've become... Is simply because of um, me being in the right place, or you know, being brought up the right manner, or having the right facilities around me. And if I was substituted with anybody else, right? Uh, if you if you were to take somebody who was, uh, you know, what we call underprivileged or less fortunate, uh, and if you was if we were to just swap places, their life would be. It's very possible that their lives would be on the same trajectory as mine is currently. And so, for me, that's just a thought that that comes, and I was like, "Well, um, so there's nothing truly like you know um great that I was able to do that nobody else can, so I should at least try and help um you know people be able to to be the best version of themselves or you know help help them help themselves um so so one cause that I really." And that's that's pretty dear to me is, uh, is education. Cause I think that's, um, it's something that can, uh, it's like a leveler in society, I feel. So uh, awareness of, uh, and basically broadening your horizons goes a long way in, in causing social um, justice or uh, equality in society, essentially.
0: Okay. I think um, since you brought up uh, education, I think then there is a question of the impact that you're creating we'll come to that uh, but uh, uh, Sue, uh, i know you have some different differing views when it comes to this uh, if you can bring uh, bring it to the table
3: uh, not too different right but uh, one of the things that i would definitely like to say is when i uh, when i did the fellowship when I left Bangalore after the engineering and all of that stuff, I think you guys also know that. Uh, and then after that, I came to Surat, where I did the fellowship for like a couple of years, where I was working on the ground. As Nishil said, I mean, education was something that even that kind of piqued my interest as well. I mean, the same sort of motivation even I had when I first started off with the sector saying that, I mean, I was privileged enough to have the life that I've had. And it's kind of only natural for me to help others to have that kind of life as well. And during that point of time, I was also searching for meaning in my life, right? I mean, why I'm doing what I'm doing. I just didn't want to work. I mean, become like a desk jockey, right? Just working like a deadbeat job without any vision in my life. So my ultimate motivation was I wanted to work towards something, some cause which creates some sort of impact. And fellowships were like a booming idea at that point of time. And once I joined the fellowship, the ground reality is just made it a lot more clear for me on, you know, like, uh, I mean, it made me a lot more humble also for some matter. And it also made me, uh, I mean, realize some of the things that we might think while giving, while donating, or even while you know thinking about all of these causes, it's a lot different on the ground when you see the realities, right? Whether uh, the resources that you are contributing, whether those things are reaching the ground where you would like it to reach also becomes a lot more important. So for me, at that point of time, uh, giving money was not enough. Making sure that my money or my time, wherever that I'm giving it, is reaching the right sort of people or the right sort of resources That is making people also help themselves, right? As Nisrael said. So those things, all of those things kind of became important for me. So it was kind of still complicated at that point of time because you're seeing the ground realities, you're working in an organization, which is also, you know, using that donated money to do something in the society. So more, I mean, morality wise, everybody were right in their own way but at the end of it, it also comes down to the fact that where you are giving also matters. So I took a pause, right? Because I just felt like, okay, giving money is not enough. Giving, I mean, solving the issues rightly on the ground also creates that sort of impact. So yeah, I mean, uh, again, it's very, very subjective opinion, I would say. And it also kind of depends on the cause as well. and, And the impact of the cause as well, right? I mean, Uh, as I said, the last time I did give was during the Kerala flood relief campaign because that was an emergency situation. While being in this sector for like almost six years right now, I have kind of realized that even the monetary support that the people are giving, they should be very, very strategic about it. In the sense, I mean, it's it's good that people are motivated towards a cause and they do give but if they are making giving like a regular habit it also kind of makes sense for them to be a little bit more strategic in nature and you know do all the background checks whether those organizations are doing the things that they are doing so there are a lot of back end things that go on to it as well so on the face it's kind of nice as everybody is saying that it is good to give money because it kind of makes you feel satisfied as well right i mean it gives you like a good feeling i mean it kind of becomes like a socially responsible thing for me when i think about it to make sure that if i'm giving my money then it's also reaching the right place so until and unless i'm satisfied with that answers i mean i do my background checks and everything uh until and unless i'm satisfied with that um i'm i'm a little hesitant to give to be honest
1: so as i find your point really 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 interesting and um in many, in, in many ways, I concur with your uh, thought process, uh, but having thought about uh, it a little deeply and reading what I've been reading over the past couple of months, um, I was wondering about the role of, um, you know, a government building the appropriate infrastructure uh, for people to thrive. Um, the reason I asked you this in specific is uh, recently I came across... Um, this concept in Alaska, uh, which is uh, one of the 50 states uh, over here in the United States. And um, Alaska is blessed with quite a bit of oil, All right, And uh, the oil being a resource of that state, uh, they, they thought that everybody has to um, enjoy the benefits of it, the profits of it. And they set up what is called a universal basic income. So everybody uh, in Alaska, irrespective of uh, sex, color, creed, whatever, gets uh, X amount of money from the government on a monthly basis uh, if they uh, fall under a certain criteria. That is, if they've lived in the state for a year or more, if they've sort of uh, are uh, Uh, you know, descendants of people who've lived in that place uh, historically, etc, etc, etc. So what do you think about that?
3: I mean, it's honestly a great thing, right? Uh, If oil is the resource in that particular country, and if they're willing to share it, I think that's a great thing. But at the end of the day, as you said, I mean, uh, there are LGBT criteria and everything like that, that people need to... Uh, check all of those boxes before they do get those things and I think it's a valid thing because you can't really give things you know like without having certain checks and balances in place but ultimately for me it also comes down to there are a lot of good initiatives how is that being implemented and of course I mean it's a great initiative by the government right but I would critique it in a way whether those things are reaching the people it's supposed to reach then that's great I mean whether uh, the government is also involving like a third party to come and evaluate the effectiveness of the initiative that they have given. Uh, I mean, all of those things also becomes a lot more important. Yeah,
1: yeah, that is that is so true. Um, it was evaluated from a psychological standpoint and the effect it has had in the society um, over the years, uh, so much so that uh, as oil has decreased in the uh, state, um people are still expecting um uh, that handout to, uh, that handout to be given by the state government um so i don't know in terms of the overall effect but it has had its positives in lifting quite a number of people out of poverty as well um so you know it's it's quite interesting um in terms of charity right uh, one of the things that um, that comes up as a dichotomy of giving is one uh, you know are you building a conducive uh, environment or uh, you know a stepping stone for somebody to become self-sufficient and uh, um, you know to be uh, you know they should also feel good about themselves you know they shouldn't feel like oh you know Somebody is doing better than me and they're giving me a handout, sort of thing. So that's why I like Nistel's point about education and how uh, improving and uh, helping people with education makes a significant difference. Because, see, our policy making is probably out of our control. Um, we can probably uh, vouch for causes or um, we can probably support uh, people uh, who represent our. Interests in the government but uh, even so more how we can do so is by supporting the causes and pouring our money uh, and time into uh, you know causes that improve the society like education and stuff like that so that's sort of like you know teaching the person how to fish rather than giving the person the fish um, so that that's that's how I, I kind of see it
0: Nishal I think you wanted to add something go for it oh,
1: um, no so I was
2: just Trying to uh, talk about one of the previous points that Sachin was mentioning about, you know, Alaska having like a universal basic income. I, I think a lot of those ideas, uh, in some way or form, sound utopian. Uh, simply because if you if you if you need to take that idea and scale it up across the globe, there's so much of consensus that's need needed, right and uh, and it it cuts across you know politics politics and things like that where you know uh, we can't even get people to agree about climate change which is something that affects everybody right uh, I mean and to to think that we want uh, equal distribution or you know some form of distribution of wealth across the world in in some way or form yeah I feel it's a little far fetched as an idea but definitely yeah i mean if it does come across then well and great Uh, but i feel it's it's quite far-fetched as as an uh as an idea and the second is about government intervention in uh, um, in causes and things like that Uh, yeah like government does have its um, place and in terms of policy making and setting things up or building a framework or structure but again, I think it's it's also individuals who have to participate. We can't just say, "Hey, you know, it's only um, the government that has to take care of this." Or people who are actually working in social sector, like people like you know, Sue or Gauti, who who are actually contributing their time to that to a particular cause or sector. Right? Um, it's it, the onus is not just on folks like that. It, it's really on everybody to to um, you know contribute and help. That's just my thought
0: guys, I want to bring it down to more like a personal level. Okay. Yeah. Like I know we'll have to maybe discuss what's happening in the world around us, but I am trying to keep it onto a more personal level and how an individual feels when it comes to giving. Right. So Nishu, how do you think about impact? bro? Because now so is in the social sector as a commoner who's giving, who has been giving when back in India, how have you been thinking about impact or is it just to, is it just about you know feeling great that you know you're doing something for the community, or you're actually thinking like this money or this work that I'm putting is gonna give me that result in the future?
2: How are you thinking about it? Um, so, for me, when I was contributing time, well, yeah, I I I could say I could see the impact by myself, right? I can gauge that. Okay, look, I'm helping this person. You know, is it help? Is do we, do you see any improvement in their learning ability or their ability to understand certain concepts and things like that um when it comes to like donating to a cause or uh, financially helping something for me so so the primary one that i believe in like i mentioned is education right and so like the organization that i supported um they actually like you know even reached back saying hey so this is um, the kid whom you're helping out and they gave like a short description and um, saying you know what is this kid's background and uh, what is this kid's liking or what, what does this kid want to become and things like that right so for me uh, it was a means to sort of um, develop some sense of rapport around whom you're trying to help right and so uh, yeah like well it's very possible that you can say, okay, you know, if, if, if you were to be cynical about things, you can say, hey, you know, maybe they just have a bunch of templated stuff that they send out to people who are donating. Now, well, I have no way or means to, you know, cross verify that. But um, at some point, you've got to be able to trust that people who are doing um, things have sense, some sense of nobility or uh, some sense of credibility that, you know, they're not siphoning off um, people's hard-earned money to to you know uh, away from the cause that they intend for it to be uh, given to
0: okay 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 so so at some point uh, at least in your case you're saying at some point there has to be a level of trust you have to take that extra step and you you know you have to do uh, what you're doing right so my whole interaction with the whole thing is coming up uh, coming across the social media posts social media ads right i was speaking to sue about it and there are these um uh, there are uh, videos by, uh, I think, uh, Keto or Keto. I don't know how you pronounce it. And th- there's this uh, kid, uh, you know, uh, in the hospital and uh, the parents are crying. And, uh, you know, they're asking for money for the treatment. As in, like, it's, it's. Uh, you know, I have seen, I'm not saying I don't want to believe that. But I have seen so much of that stuff around. That over time, you know, the marketing aspect of it. Okay, I might sound so harsh. Okay, the over time, the marketing aspect of it is like popping out in my head. And that time that connect goes, I don't feel the emotion. Okay. So I'm looking like, Hey, they're showing me that to influence me to like, make me do something. Right? So I get caught up in that. And then I think, you know, is this, is this the right thing to do wrong thing to do? And thinking about all this, I also feel uh, bringing, bringing together all the points you, all of you guys mentioned, right? Um, Sue also said, like, you need to make sure you need to understand where that money is going. There is a research that is required. So if you actually want to create one proper impact, then an individual person, Sue, does he have to, like, actually do a lot of research and understand every, like, detailed aspect of everything and only then donate? So how, how does one think about it?
3: That's a very valid point that you bring up, right? I mean, Keto is like a fundraising platform where people can fundraise for the certain different causes. But the point that you brought up about, you know, that feeling a little bit marketed or, you know, targeted to certain audiences. I mean, Keto is a platform where individuals can go and fundraise. So I would like to believe people who are raising funds in those platforms are people who are in desperate need for money for some of the things I mean I have had friends who have raised money through fundraising platforms for their own honeymoon (laughs) so I mean it also depends on what sort of these things are, are also there right so wow
1: wow yeah
3: I mean I mean there are different sort of causes that the people would want to I mean Keto is like a platform that's it but then again it comes down to the more I think about your point, right, I mean, all of these campaigns and everything, they do feel a little bit more targeted because it is because it is uh, at the end of the day, it is ensuring that the viewers who are viewing these posts are, you know, somewhat motivated, somewhat triggered in sort of emotion into, you know, certain action that action could be to give money or it could be to, you know, give time. At the end of the day, it comes down to only these two things. Uh, And again, now that I think about it, there are different layers to it, right? On an individual, it's absolutely important to ensure that you do your research before you give, because it's very easy for us to get motivated or get, you know, I mean, get our heartstrings pulled by looking at some of the things which makes us more emotional. But the, at the end of the day, you got to be a little bit more objective, right? Now that I have been here, I've kind of understood how these money is also used. I'm not declining any sort of individual giving. I'm rather motivating that. But for me, it comes down to three things, right? If you want to create that impact or if you don't even have that, first level is for you to understand why you want to give, right? I mean, there are different sort of benefits on why you want to give. It might make you feel good. I mean, it might be for tax purposes or it might be because you have you have some sort of motivation towards some sort of cause or it might be very, very personal for you that it might come from your past. So there are very, very different layers. So first, I think it's very important for any other giver to understand why why that I want to give. And or is it just like a one-time thingy for me or is it like a consistent thingy? Because I think the second thing is also you have to understand the cause, right? You have to identify the cause. If you are motivated enough to give or if you are able to give, even that's that's an important thing. I think first step is that, to understand those kind of different levers that enables you to do the things that you want to do. Second thing is, you definitely got to identify the cause, right? Because education agriculture there are many many different sort of things and you might be interested to solve one particular problem so that's why i think people who will listen to this as well would sort of benefit from understanding this a little bit more deeper because you gotta identify one cause and you gotta i'm not saying that you gotta to stick to it because you you know it might be like a different stages in your own life that you are affected by some of the things and you might choose to give for you know different reasons But I think it's extremely important for you to identify what motivates you, what cause motivates you, what problem that you'd like to solve. And the third thing is also, I think you got to be a little bit more strategic in giving, right? Because the organizations who work on the ground at the end of the day, they also look for consistency from the donors, right? It's, uh, you know, those targeted campaigns that you do see are again based on the market research that those organizations have also done so it's important for you to also be a little bit more strategic in giving because you need to ensure that you're consistently giving money or consistently giving time for a particular organization you got to understand the cause you have to identify the organization where you want to give and then give that consistent money to that organization i mean it doesn't matter whether you're giving like 10 rupees or like you know if you're planning to give like thousand it might be the organization would like it to come like you know hundred rupees per month rather than you know having like you know thousand rupees given to them directly so there are different sort of things also that goes into it again it's a very complicated topic that we're talking about it's also very subjective it's also very dependent on the person who is giving or who is receiving as well if people are motivated enough to give, then they have to be motivated enough to also do a little bit of background work to understand where their money is going and it is creating the impact that it is intended to create.
0: Nishal, before you come in, uh, Sue, uh, I didn't quite, I don't know if you addressed it, I didn't quite catch why. Uh, why are you saying that consistency is very important? Can you just uh, explain that if you can?
3: Uh, because the money that you are giving, it is going into like a civil society organization or an NGO is working on the ground, right? It is very, I mean, it's, I mean, for us also, right? I mean, it's, uh, you know, we get our salaries consistently, mm-hmm. and like, you know, we, we can predict what our next month would look like. Uh, organizations on the ground also would like to do that if you're giving thousand rupees now this month next month you might not give but if you make a commitment saying that you're gonna give hundred rupees for 10 months it's a lot more easier for the organizations on the ground to predict and plan their operations accordingly that's the only point that i was trying to make and even they would look for consistency rather than you know just uh, having thousand rupees coming one month and having that another thousand rupees coming in in like the 11th month that just doesn't make sense for them as well for them to be able to understand the motivations of the giver to make sure that the communications that they are sending to the giver is also consistent because say if you are giving like thousand rupees uh if you're committing thousand rupees per year for a a particular organization it's a lot more sense for you to break it up into like 10 different months so that that money is also streamlined and going to the thingy that you're giving in a lot more consistent way rather than just, you know, uh, you know, just varying. That's the only thing.
0: Wow, that's a great point. Okay, Nishu, come in.
2: So, what I was trying to say was um, like, okay, so so let's say based on your comfort level, you pick a certain number. Okay, so let's say, for example, if a if hundred bucks is something that is dispensable for me, right? Um, is it worth my time and effort to you know go and deeply investigate if um you know this hundred bucks that i'm giving is it going to um, the right place is it you know getting to the end user right um as opposed to if i was let's say if i scale that up uh and say i'm contributing a thousand bucks or uh, you know twenty thousand bucks or something like that right at that point it, it, it's some substantial quantum of money and in those situations it, it probably makes a little more sense for you to you know properly vet the organization that you're contributing to um i that's just my personal thought that um if it's if it's if it's a the quantum of money it's something that you probably might you know wind up spending on going to a movie or you know like you know a, a good dinner with family or something like that right if it's if it's of, of that uh, amount then it sort of feels like well. Um, you know, it's probably going to the right, uh, to a better cause if it does, you know, um, come out as being, you know, genuine. And the second thing is, uh, at least with like the platforms that you mentioned, most of the times when I'm contributing on those platforms, it's usually happens when, um, you know, somebody I know is telling me that, Hey, you know, this person is seeking help or whatever. Right. And, or, um, somebody's put up a post saying, hey, so, so there's this one friend of mine who was trying to build up a library for uh, some of the children in her school. And so she um, put up like a wish list of books that she like, uh, you know, people to fund or buy. Um, so, you know, it's just like knowing like either from the first circle, second circle, whatever, like by reference. So that sort of is one way to vet, Mind that it's genuine so
0: uh the point that you made about the smaller amount and the, uh, the, the the huge amount right yeah i think it makes a lot of sense uh yeah if you're if you're if you're giving a lot of amount that that means you are you are personally investing a lot now so so the risk matters to you so and if it's a lesser amount the risk doesn't matter so much is what i'm getting from what you said and then i think now this is where it is confusing right this is where i think uh uh, what Sue said comes in about why we are giving, right? So in this lesser amount case, you know, maybe in that case, then it is uh, not much about the impact; it is just more about the feeling of giving, right? That is what is taking precedence. True. Would you agree? And yeah, so
2: so uh, uh, would you agree that impact doesn't really matter to you at that time? So I, I feel with the smaller contribution, it's more about instant gratification. Um, and if it also happens to be uh, in a cause that is inf- impactful to society, then yeah, it's a, it's like a double bonus sort of a situation, right? Um, so, but the impact is
0: not. But the impact is not guaranteed,
2: right? But that's what I'm saying. Like, if now that that raises the question, saying only if you're making a substantial contribution to uh, a charity, does that is that the only situation when you're actually serious about it? Like. Uh, I don't entirely know if that's a valid uh, statement. No, 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 no.
0: I meant why not, uh, you know, uh, if it's about impact, then even for the smaller amount, you can you can do research. I know, uh, like, logically, uh, you can, for a smaller amount, uh, we don't have time for that. But even for a smaller amount to make impact, maybe we can. No, it's, I
3: mean, it's, it's a point I, point. I mean, it point. might depend also, no? So, for example, you might be motivated towards a certain cause, but you can donate only smaller amount what would you do in that situation right i mean you might be extremely focused on impact and you can only donate like i don't know 100 rupees per month or something like that at the end of the day it comes down to your own motivation right as nishal said i mean with a smaller amount which you can easily give without thinking twice about it then yeah i mean instant gratification is something that the people will look forward to and even at that point of time i would say just identify the things where you would want to spend that money as well right I mean, you might not think twice about it, but if that money is going into something which you are, the uh, I mean, even, I mean, subconsciously, which you didn't want to, I mean, there has to be some sort of an investment that is made even at that point in time, right? Uh, But then again, it also comes down to at the end of the day, the motivations on why you want to give, uh, if it's just for, you know, uh, just towards a certain cause if it's just at that moment that you felt like giving i mean i think it's okay but then if people who are uh you know like focused on creating impact yeah man i mean it might take a little bit more effort but it's absolutely important for you to understand all of these different aspects on why you want to give, where you want to give. You gotta vet the, uh, you know, you gotta vet the organization which is using the money as well. I think all of those things are definitely important.
2: So I just wanted to add one thing to what Sue was mentioning about, like with with like charity and stuff, right? Like, so there was a saying. I think i probably heard from my grandparents i i I don't even really properly remember but essentially it it, it had something to do with like if you're uh, doing charity then do it then and there because if you you know delay it or sleep over it and think about it you come up with more reasons as to why you probably shouldn't do it Um, which is and this has happened i mean at least for personal i can speak from personal experience where if if at that point when i thought that i should probably give to something i didn't then later on i either it just you know i just don't remember it or you know i come up with somebody and saying hey you know i can probably do the something else as you know a way to compensate for this something like that right so uh
1: compensate on a personal level or uh compensate uh some other charity.
2: Well, I was really talking about it in any way or form. Like it can be monetarily or another charity or, you know, you spend time or whatever, like in some way or form.
1: But then, I mean, if if you take a moment, you contemplate and you don't end up following through with it because uh, you justify that there is some other cause or the charity that you're giving to is uh, probably not having the impact uh, it should um, then uh, what do you think about that? Do
2: you think it will make sense? No, that's that's right? the thing. No, 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 no. I'm saying, look, like there are a couple of things that has to work. Like, you know, you use some things as a baseline, like you, um, you know, your first hope is that somebody who's involved in charitable work is somebody who is not, you know, having the wrong intentions about being in that sector. Um, the second is, um, you know, you're, you feel comfortable giving to that and not having to think deeply about having to give. Um, so there are a couple of things that work that way, right? And so what I'm trying to say is, when I said, you know, don't take time to think about giving, I don't mean just, you know, give away, like, you know, hey, oh, I just got some cash, so yeah, let me just give it away. No, that's, that's not entirely what I'm saying. I'm saying... um. If you think at that point that, hey, I should probably give. Once you've made that decision, then just go ahead and give. Um, as opposed to, you know, pushing pushing that out, thinking, um, hold on, maybe, um, you know, uh, do I really want to give? Can I give? And things like that. Because you, I, I feel like I would come up with more reasons why I probably shouldn't if I was to spend more
3: time once I've made the decision to give. And i would say that's okay right mr because the reasons that you might come up with might be extremely valid and until and unless you are satisfied on why you have to give you shouldn't give
2: uh, yeah completely I, I agree i'm just saying like on on for a personal front like um if it's like i said like if it's one of those 100 rupee situations right where you can make do without it right uh, okay. but like for you it might not be uh, very consequential, but to, to that organization or to that cause, it, it, you know, those small drops can sort of band together to, 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 you know, make a substantial difference to that cause. So that's what I'm trying to get it. right? So,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think, uh, I think this is, it's interesting because I think Nestle is coming uh, into it, from a very, uh, I think he's coming into it from a very, uh, I, I don't know if it's philosophical, but he's coming into it from a very humanitarian, that, that perspective. And I think, uh, we are, uh, you know, uh, rebutting it with a lot of practical questions and this, uh, philosophical, uh, angle is also so important, right? Tell me what you guys think about this thought. I'm sure you must've heard it. Uh, lot of people say, um, you get only when you give. Okay. And um, a lot of motivation for um, charity is this. Many times, does this play a part in your minds at any point? Or so is there any validity to this? Like, have you heard it in your sector? Have you heard people throwing this around? Or and still, does it matter to you? Do you think has this ever has this thought ever crossed your mind in any way?
2: So, so I, I guess you. I mean, I think you. A lot of us might have heard this phrase, where you know correct me if i'm wrong when i say it but uh it's like what do se kamao and so hard se or something like that right like that's that's the thing right <laughs> um and you know you, the way i think about it is um, you know what you get back is not it might not really actually mean that you know you give a 100 bucks and that'll rebound to you as as a as 1000 bucks no i don't think it it works that way um I think what um, what my interpretation of it is: you give that hundred bucks and you get some degree of joy in return, and that's that sort of um, helps make you feel better about your life, or helps you. Um, and a lot of about or a lot of things about charity is about you feeling empowered to help some help somebody else, right? And that joy, I think, goes quite a long way for a lot of people. So.
0: But a personal journey is a huge factor for you. How you feel personally.
2: Right? So, w- w- so you're making the assumption there that they they always have to be mutually exclusive. That you know, my personal.
0: No, no, they don't have right. to be. They don't. I'm asking for you. For you. What is it for you?
2: Um, it would be a case of both happening, right? Like I get the fact that you know I'm able to empower somebody else and myself in that in that. Uh, Manner and also a sense of joy from doing it.
0: Okay, 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 cool. Um, so I want to bring up another uh, aspect to it, and I think Sue can um, uh, help us, you know, better understand this. So uh, uh, usually when we are uh, doing charity, I think, and we've uh, all of us have spoken about it, we always think about, you know, the 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 impact, right? It is creating, right? Is our money. Actually going to help a certain person. Right? Suppose we're donating to the Kerala floods. Okay, Kerala floods was an emergency. Suppose we're donating to a cause like cancer. We want to know. You know, I I did some research, and this is what people usually think is what the research said. Uh, people want to know if that money they're giving is actually directly gonna help a cancer patient. Okay, because that is what makes them feel better about themselves. They don't want anything else. Okay. Uh, so if, if, if that is sure for them, then they will definitely like. It. But I saw an amazing TED talk uh, uh, where this guy, um, uh, his name is Dan Palotaya, yeah, He's run some charity organization. So he said, uh, he made a quote. Okay. So he said, you can make half a million dollars by selling violent video games to kids and uh, feature on the cover of Wired magazine. But you're considered a parasite when you make half a million dollars trying to cure kids of malaria. So the point he's trying to make is that even if that money is not directly helping the kid, but it is used for, suppose, you know, uh, staff salary. Right. Uh, If it is used to, you know, maybe build some infrastructure for the charity organization, that also makes a lot of impact. But most of us don't think like that. Right. Because we just want to make direct impact.
3: That's a very, very valid point, right? Because the point that I wanted to make a little bit later is most of the money that, you know, people do donate at the end of the day, it is spent on people itself, right? Be it people who are in desperate need or people who can help people get out of the desperate need. I think that's when the NGOs and everybody do come in, right? Yes, people would like to give money and have that money create like direct impact, but people fail to understand that for that direct impact to happen, there is a lot of different things that needs to happen on the ground. I mean, who's going to go to the ground and create that impact also, right? Who's going to go to the ground and work with that cancer kid to ensure that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, all of the facilities are provided to that kid. So most of the money that you guys or, you know, any other people are donating to are used on personnel, itself at the end of the day and i think that's extremely important too because i understand when you say that you know if it's used on people's salaries your motivation might reduce but it's absolutely important for you to understand the fact that you're trying to solve like a people's problem and it can be solved through a person itself and you are contributing to that and that's great
2: so 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 i had one question there like so just building off what achu mentioned right So, so my question is: Considering you're in the social sector in itself, right? Do you agree with this statement that um, somebody who's working in the social sector um, should or uh, should get the same sort of pay package that somebody who's doing a similar job in the corporate sector?
3: I would like to stop with either. I absolutely agree with you. (laughs) Because people might say that, okay, you are in this sector, you are in the service sector. So you might, you should be able to, you know, survive. I mean, you should be that charitable person altogether. I don't agree with that because I sometimes feel that, okay, I'm trying to solve like a major problem and I'm not getting paid enough to do that, right? So i think that it's uh, i think the development sector is also trying to understand that right now because most of the things that is happening in the past decade like most of the fellowships that have come up they are trying to mobilize a lot more young people to come into the sector as well rather than going to the mainstream sector I, I mean mainstream sector i mean that you know the corporate world are there where. You know, things are run and for them to attract that sort of talent which goes into the corporate sector, I mean be it for any reason challenges or even for any of the monetary you know benefits that person might get. I mean if you want that sort of a talent to be able to attract the ta- attract a, sorry attract a certain talent to this sector and also retain that certain talent to this sector, they should be able to pay at par to what that person would have made if not in the development sector. I think most of the organizations are trying to understand that right now as well, and it's like a long way to go, right? Because people are trying to understand that. I think that's a huge thing <laughs> right now.
1: Um, this is this is so very insightful. You know, both sides of the conversation. um have been listening to very intently. Um, from Nishil's, uh standpoint. Uh, You know, it makes a lot of sense. You know, do your part. Every small thing counts. Uh, And from Suhasa's standpoint, the idea that, uh, hey, you know, uh, look at it, you know, pay attention. Uh, It's not just, um, you know, just scrutiny and skepticism can go a long way uh, to help develop the whole process, and you know, make it optimize it and make it more efficient. Yeah, it's going pretty interesting, and I have a lot of doubts. Uh, one doubt I have for Sue is,
0: I don't know if because Sue, um, uh, just to let the listeners know, he uh, he doesn't involve himself much with uh, the, the 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 daily donations that you know you and I might involve ourselves in. Sue mainly deals with maybe CSR activity and how how corporates donate and all that. So I don't know if Sue can help us out with this, but let me ask him uh, anyway. So you 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 stressed a lot on the background check, like uh, can you help us understand how maybe a commoner can actually do good background check before they can donate? Like what what maybe do they need to keep in mind?
3: Let me think about it because again I I think if you think about it in a very very basic term, I think it comes down to three things. Right, one is I think it comes down to the eligibility. Part of it where there are a different sort of organizations, whether those organizations are meeting all of your requirements. For example, you know, they are working on this particular cause for like the longest time. They have been able to create an impact. Uh, I mean, you know, solid impact on the ground. You can Check their particular website or, you know, you can understand the causes that they're trying to create. Think about whether this organization has been in the sector for the longest time, whether the impact that they're trying to create on the ground is actually doing that or not. I mean, as Nishter said, I mean, some of the things might be very closely related to you saying that, you know, that particular organization is started by my friend and I would want to give that, you know, give my money to that organization. Then you can. I mean, because you personally know that organization as well. But if you're donating to something, then I think basic things is just check for their credibility within the sector, you know. Go to their website, just do that basic check or, you know, whether this organization is authentic or not because there are a lot of blacklisted NGOs as well. I think that's one of the things that, you know, most of the people don't know too, you know. I mean, it's very easy for us to just, say that people who are working in this sector, their motivations are pure and right, but some of them might not have that sort of motivation. Some of them might just be exploiting the situation and you know, just getting the money out and you don't want to give money to such sort of people. That's why I try and say that at least a basic check on whether how credible this organization is, whether it is meeting all of your requirements that it is supposed to meet and you know whether it is trying to create the sort of impact that it is intended to create even through understanding you know seeing some basic videos or you know just just being more informed about a particular place where you're giving money to i think it's more helpful
2: so i had i had one comment to add um i think in addition to all the things that sue mentioned i think it's also important like i said right like is that amount sort of dispensable to you or not? And when we were talking about all of this, I was remembering one of these examples of um, things that's probably happened to all of us. I, I know it's happened to me, but I, I'm pretty sure it's happened to all of us as well. Um, so there's this time in Bangalore when I was taking um, a bus and, uh, you know, there was this person who come, came into the bus and had like this white card saying, you know, that they're, uh, um, you know, have, have have some disability and uh, they can't speak or, uh, you know here or something like that right or they're probably blind or something like that um and they were seeking help and you know a lot of us um you know just you know some of us you know just give you know, 10 rupees whatever um and if you on and we were talking about vetting and things like that right like in in those situations as well it, it's a case of where it, it's some form of charity you know like granted they were probably you know asking for arms but um in those situations as well, it's not a case of where you know you're really vetting and checking. It's more about that thought that okay, I'm 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 trusting that this person is probably um, you know actually has a disability and seeking help. So I, I might just give. Uh, now there are there are also cases obviously where you know people are uh, you know faking it and um, collecting money. So it's really down to can I make do without this ten bucks or not. So you know that's just the thing.
3: Yeah, I mean, you can't think about the credibility and all of those things at different situations, right? I mean, if a person is coming and approaching to me and saying that, uh, you know, there is this thing that, you know, I would like you to help you with. And if i am moved enough, then I might. I mean, I think that's okay. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's also about your own intention, right? Your motivation was pure at, at that point of time. And you can't be like, okay, you stand there, I'm going to check out. Like you know, whether the cause that you are you know trying to raise money from me is actually true or not, I mean, I can't right. it for a time. Again, uh, I I would personally uh, uh, many in uh, in many instances that has that has happened to me, but uh, again, it depends on situations. But most of the times, majority of the times, at least, I would say that okay, I will I will donate to this, but I will donate it through the website I would not want to give hard cash at that moment if they're particularly asking me for cash but if it's something else then I might you know help out in in a different way but if it comes down to money for me then I usually say that okay if there's the cause then I look at the pamphlet or whatever that they are you know like using to you know, like take money from me. I'm, I mean, if there is a website listed, then I immediately go to the website and I would like to donate it digitally rather than just giving the cash in hand. That's how I would like to go about it. But then again, it it's important. If I am moved enough, then I might just give it right there. It's a very complicated thing, man. I mean, it's, I mean, we are trying to sense of something. I mean, it's very subjective as well, right? It might be different for you. It might be different for Raju. It might be different for Chuck Yeager, who, whom we might not, but uh, yeah, it might be different for different sort of people. But
2: yeah. So so, whilst you were mentioning that, so like I just thought of a very comical thing. I don't know if it's comical or not, but uh, I was just imagining, picturing you so you know these situations where uh, people from different organizations they show up at your house and they, you know ring the doorbell and they will like hey so your ne- neighbor contributed this much You're, you know the, the neighbor and
0: the bro center. why do why do you why do you why do you think I'm having this episode because of all that <laughs> <laughs> no
3: at that moment I'm no. <laughs> yeah, I was just picturing so, Sue there,
2: you know, I say, Hey, listen, I, I, I work in this sector. So if you're gonna ask me, I think I'll just do it through the website. Thank you very much. Have
3: a good day. No, I've because I was taking a walk in like, you know, near my house and everything and there is couple of girls just approaching. I mean they're like grown up, right? They like grown up and they approached me saying that, you know, hi, hello and all of that stuff. And they just started talking. It sounded weird to me, first of all. And then after that, they said that, you know, we work in this UNICEF organization. And, you know, this is what we're trying to do. Would you like to donate? You know, like your neighbors or, you know, the people who are living in your society, your own age donated like about 2,000, 2,500 for this cause. I'm like, okay, show me the website. (laughs) I went into that website. It had UNICEF logo and all of that stuff as well, but again, it was not on their home website, and it felt a little shady for me. And then I chose. I'm like, cool, I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it through website. Tata, bye bye. That's what I said. (laughs) So you know, it it kind of yeah. I mean, it's 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 very difficult, man. I mean, you know. I felt very weird at that point of time. That's why I did take that measure. And also the money that they were asking were like, okay, 2,000 is a huge amount for me. <laughs> to be honest, I'm like, you're like $1, 50, 100 I'm like, okay, cool. You know, it's fine. Again, it's, 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 it's extremely complicated.
1: So, you know, it's, uh, from, from what Suhas is, uh, trying to explain, I've learned from him that it's important to, vet the organization really have like this checklist, you know, where the eligibility comes from. Uh, is it going to the right cause? And also being very practical about it. Look, you know, this is an organization. An organization has its own running costs. And, uh, you know, you have to consider all of that when you are uh, when you are going ahead with charity. But um, what I would like to hear from uh, Nischal, primarily because he's had a lot of uh, um a lot of experience in giving and i think he's a very empathetic person um Nistel, how how do you go about selecting that you know so suhas has explained the vetting process but um, at least on a personal uh, level how do you go about selecting a cause i mean uh, you know i know i mean we generally feel empathetic towards say um uh, you know blind school or or orphanage or uh, something right but everything that we do uh, we do with the intention of impact right you know i do i do understand that uh, not everything that you uh, do is intended towards uh significant impact if it can change or brighten up somebody somebody's day somebody who's um who's suffering and if, you know if if it can uh help them make their day then get or help them get through that day then i think it's uh it's a pretty uh pretty well-intentioned thing but on a larger scale how do you go about it how do you if it's not like somebody who's approaching you on the bus or something. And if it's something that you have time to sit down and think about, what would you think about giving for?
2: Honestly, for me, I don't see a case of where, you know, okay, this is a cause that, you know, I think I should give for, or this is a cause I shouldn't give for. For me, it's more about if I've encountered it or I've come across it. Um, and it's something that I think um, needs help or looking into then, yeah, I just go ahead and, and help how I can. Um, so it's not...
1: In terms of, like, you know, um, helping cause. It's not like I have can... a
2: checklist, like, if that's what you're um, seeking. Like, it's not like, sure, I'm not. like, okay, you know, th- these criterias, they meet, so it's something that I think I should donate to. Like, I, honestly speaking, I feel like I've, um, you know, given to a, a broad range of things. Like, it can be to for people who are working in, like education or people who are, uh, you know, seeking some medical help or, um, you know, people are working in, let's say, for something that is climate change related or working to plant trees or uh, it's a broad range of things. So there is no like one set of criteria by which I gauge saying, okay, um, you know, I should probably help. Uh, But having said that, yes, like um, it's not that every, Post or every request for um, donation that comes my way, I just go ahead and give. It's more like I, um, I, I see if you know, it, uh, is it coming from a valid source or can I sort of, you know, does this look legit in some sense? Like there was this case of where um, during this whole COVID situation, so one of my friends, she works in a in a in in the Assam area, and they're essentially working to. Um, so a lot of migrant workers as well uh, come from tribal communities and things like that. So, so she works, uh, she and her husband actually work with an organization that's looking into their welfare. And uh, so an organization that she knew was trying to raise some funds um, to help these migrant workers. So I sort of helped uh, helped in that, you know, those sort of things. Like it's, it's a, it's a case of, you know, who's it coming from? Um, You know, do you see that it's genuine, and um, if the com- if the quantum mon- money that you're trying to give away or uh, if the effort that you're trying to put in is uh, you can gauge that you know is is going to the right cause or should i you know not go
1: go through with this
3: i think in order to not keep it too complicated as well i think you know like checking the source and just feeling whether this is genuine and if if you are satisfied with that particular aspect and i think that should be okay enough
0: Machas, so right now i want to like uh come to uh, one of my i think I, I i would i would call it my uh, insecurity uh you know so so i often don't feel motivated quickly to give. Okay. Now I don't know if it's a personality thing or it's, if it's something else bothering me, like, I'll give you an example. Like when the Kerala floods happened for the first time, I think two, three years ago, uh, in our office, um, in Bangalore was a a relief material collection space. Right. And very frankly, I, I did a lot of work at that time. I think two full days, uh, I think the whole office also, spent on getting that stuff together and, you know, going to different collection centers in Bangalore, going with the trucks, getting it done. I also did that, like put in a lot of effort, Uh, right? But um, after that, you know, I sat down and thought about it, right? You know, this whole thing is supposed to, whole giving is supposed to make you uh, feel good about it and feel like I was was happy that, yeah, okay, uh, what I did, will maybe hopefully help people suffering in Kerala or whatnot. But I think a huge factor for that in my involvement in this was the fact that it was happening in my office, right? And uh, I don't know if I would have, in that case, taken an effort, if it was not happening in my office, taken an effort to find some other organization and have gone and done that. right? So I've always had this issue of motivation. So I didn't really feel very great after this whole thing, because I knew I could understand that I did all this because maybe of the environment I was in. Right. So this is what I want to understand that I want to understand the motivation of it. Is it just like pure empathy? Right. And, uh, so, uh, I also want you to come in here. Uh, I think Nisha already wants to say something, but I think so I want you also to come in here and uh, tell me if you guys as an organization have ever tried to tackle the problem of motivation. Right, or do you guys just depend on an empathetic person will give, or do you guys find ways to motivate someone to give? Are there actual ways where you can convince someone that you know giving is good and it is good for you? It is, I know, like, obviously, it is good, you're doing some good, but like to generate that motivation from within as an organization, have you guys ran any campaigns? Have you guys done any sort of experiment like that? Yeah, I think we can start with Nishal
2: and then we can. So, I had a couple things to say, like about what you mentioned right like so when especially this happens when you're contributing time to a cause or an organization um and this is something that happened to me where at some point like i i mentioned earlier right about where i was trying to help with this organization teaching kids and stuff um at some point because it was on the weekends uh there came a point where i was like hey but I like to help to this but I also want to do other things on my weekend like you know maybe go travel or you know things like that so I think for people who are contributing time there has to be a way or means to like balance things that they also want to do and also you know any social cause that they're a part of Um, and it it can be maybe structurally some way they do it or like it's a personal call. Like, instead of saying, Hey, I'll, I'll go every weekend, I'll probably go once every two weeks or something like that, right? So, figuring out that balance for yourself, like where you get to do all of the different things that you want to do, uh, that is one thing. And the second thing is about this thought that um, if there is a situation and one person decides to contribute and another person decides not to contribute, um, I don't think we can ever say that the person who decided not to contribute. Um, is wrong or bad uh, I don't think that's entirely true it's it's a personal choice um, so it's fine if somebody chooses not to uh, and maybe there's some other way or form in which they're trying to help you I mean you don't have a way to know that um, so I mean I think it's really down to an individual uh, perspective there that look I, I'm helping at this point because I chose to help uh, now, I can't, I don't have the authority to judge someone else's action because of it.
0: Uh, Macha, uh, before Sue uh, comes in, so this is what no, the reason I asked is, uh, uh, I said, like, I don't get motivated easily, right? And uh, but the fact is, uh, bi- uh, biologically also, right? Um, so when we give, uh, there are certain emotional centers in our brain that light up and they make us feel good. Right. Uh, So as a human, we like giving. That is why, you know, that thing happens in your brain. Right. But very honestly, guys, like this lack of motivation in me, like I'll be very open in me. I feel like it's a problem. I feel like I should have it. Right. And, uh, you know, and there is enough evidence out there that you're happier if you give. Right. And that is why I'm trying to understand how that motivation is built up. And that's why I want to understand if Sue has, uh, some, if you guys have done any motivational kind of things where you work with people like that, or you know, um, uh, or or is this a problem or is this a personal thing? Like, if you guys can get that, and Nishal, if you want to say something, yeah.
2: So I just wanted to add one thing, like, uh, and it's a little tangential to the thing that we're talking about, but I think it has some relevance. Where um, so I was watching this talk where um, this lady was talking about um, diversity versus equity, and um, the, the the entire premise was the fact that we should be focusing more on equity rather than diversity. Like, you know, when this whole Black Lives Matter thing broke out, um, she's talking about why it doesn't make sense for us to make statements like we should become more uh, inclusive about diversity and things like that. Uh, rather, uh, making a statement that we should work towards equity is more actionable. Uh, and the reason for that she was saying was, uh, humans are more capable of uh, picking up on inequality and injustice. Um, so if we notice that something is wrong, we are more capable of wanting to take action on that as opposed to um, you know, seeing something different from us, something or somebody who's different from us and um, working for the betterment of that thing or that person so that's what i was trying to get
0: wow it's a, it's, a, it's a, wow it's a perspective thing and i actually there's a bias uh, i'll come to that but i want uh, i think Sue also wanted to add something uh, Nistel, what you mentioned i think it makes a lot of sense yeah so
3: yeah true. so i mean to responding to your previous point about you know uh, it's hard to keep yourself motivated or even be motivated enough to give and honestly speaking the organization that I work in we don't necessarily do that but at the end of the day I do understand how people motivations are also nurtured by civil society organizations for them to consistently give I think if you think about it more then it's not about the act of giving the money I think it's the, grat- the gratification that you do get out of it is also to know that, you know, this money is being spent in the right way. And I think that's the most organizations also work on by, you know, communicating the fact that you're being, your money is being spent. I think that is the thing that the most organizations do work on. I think that's how the motivations are also nurtured of the giver in this particular context. So, say... So what about a guy who's
0: mm-hmm. not given at all? Like, who's not who's not part of the list? One time, who's already One-time
3: giver, I mean, you know, like who's not a donor or the first-time giver or everything like that, I think it's extremely dependent, man. Because that person, again, depends on what motivates that person, right? I mean, you can't really identify it on a personal basis. You can just type, identify the archetypes of first-time givers, right? I mean, they might be cause driven or they might be driven by a different you know sort of aspects to it you know it might be very very individualistic in nature as well but I think most of the things it also comes down to the cause I think if you also see to motivate the first time givers I think they pull on their heart strength by ensuring that the messaging that you are do sending out of that particular cause is Empathy, I mean, which generates empathy in that particular person to understand, okay, this is why your money is required. I think the why is focused more uh, to motivate the giver to give consistently.
0: Makes a lot of sense.
2: Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think, uh, like, we, we talk about this whole gratification thing, right? Like, part of what drives that is this uh, false sense of notion that by m- my act of contributing that small... So let's let's limit this to a case of where somebody is donating and not contributing that time. Um, We have this thought that oh, okay, by me giving this X amount, I have instantly solved the problem. But it's in fact it's not. It's one small iota of the issue that you've um, helped mitigate, not even resolve. Right. So I think having that notion notion for people is is important when they're uh, contributing that you know by me giving that x amount yeah okay fine <laughs> you know it's good that you know you did in the first place uh, but it's not a case of where you've just eradicated that issue altogether so it's not it's i'm just saying it's important that people realize that uh
0: bro yeah so uh tying back to what you had said that talk you listened to about the whole uh, black lives matter thing uh so when researching for this i came across one bias uh that people have it's called the uh, relating to charity it's called the other nothing effect so when uh, when a donor focuses on what they are losing right when um, when they are uh, when when they're doing charitable work the motivation to do so is uh, very less but if the the donor is made to realize what someone else can get uh, uh, in a in a proper way, I know I gave an example of you know the keto ads not having an impact on me, but the donor is actually made to realize um, how that thing is actually gonna affect someone else's life. Then they are more willing to give. Is what the research says, and also tying back to the point of uh, what Suhas was saying, it's I think uh, even I came across that. I think it's very important to understand why we give because. Uh, If, you know, we're doing it to feel a sense of gratification, then the actions will be a certain way. And uh, if it is to create an impact, the actions might be in a completely different way, right? Because the whole goal is different. So I think that goal setting is also extremely important. And yeah, I agree. So motivation, again, is a very, very personal thing. So guys on that note I think uh, we can bring uh, this conversation to an end. I um I don't know if I uh, found a solution to my motivational problem but I uh, got a lot of things to think about uh, because of the perspectives uh, you guys had and uh, it's definitely going to uh, uh, play a part the next time I come across an opportunity to maybe do something for it. Right. And uh, I really, really, really enjoy talking to you guys. And I'm glad I invited the, you, uh, Nischal and Sue, because I think uh, I think they uh, added so much to this whole conversation. So, guys, I thank you both so much and uh, I'm so grateful that you guys decided to join us today. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you Achu and Sachin for having me here. I hope I was able to add some value to this discussion with my limited experience in this sector. I just wanted to end this by saying that, you know, everybody who can or who wants to give should give to the cause which you believe will help in creating even the smallest of impact, right? And in the long run, if you're focused on creating the impact in a sustainable way, be it whatever cause, it could be education, environment, anything, then I would urge people to, you know, to go that extra mile, do the necessary research, understand the organization that you're giving money to. To a certain extent, to ensure that your donations is reaching the right folks and actually creating the intended impact on the ground.
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, I can I can say it's it's definitely um, great to understand Sue's viewpoints on this, considering he's in the sector and actively, you know, contributing time and effort towards it. So, definitely. um, great to hear that perspective as well where especially the, the thing that he was talking about consistency i think it's uh it's honestly not something that was very uh something that i paid a lot of attention to yeah I, yeah i understood that you know there was economics or finance in some way or form attached to charitable work as well but but understanding you know how, how financial planning would work for them um was, was definitely something that was useful for me so so yeah thanks for having me
1: and you know, from as a takeaway of this conversation, uh, one of the takeaways for me personally is um, starting somewhere, and that's something that I've learned from uh, Nishchal's uh, experience and uh, what he had to share with us today, and uh, how to approach uh, this is something that I learned uh, from SUHAS, The questions that I need to ask myself. Uh, and uh, the answers I need to seek.
0: Awesome. So on that note, listeners, we bring this to an end. If you guys have any thoughts, feedback, uh, or anything you want to say to us, please uh, write to us at podcast.keepingitsimple at gmail.com. We always love hearing your thoughts. Uh, We thank you again for joining us. Uh, So stay safe, take care, keep it simple. Bye guys. Bye.